from different places We all have different names No matter what life brings us Jesus is the same We're just your Methodist To the madness Methodist To the madness Hi I'm Beth I'm Tim I'm Jessica And we're just your everyday Methodist to the madness. I feel like we just extend that longer and longer every episode. That's the enjoyment of it. We're going to have 40 minutes of madness. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. How are you guys doing? It's it's officially October, oh. and it has been very, very cold where I'm at. It was like 45 degrees this morning. Oh, I love it so much. I love that it's oh. cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's wonderful. Needed. hmm yeah. yeah. It's always the most exciting. I love fall. Amber and I love fall so much. Me too. Me too. Yeah. This, I, I feel like the spring and the fall are like the really... Uh, nice months and uh yeah. i don't know if this is um going to offend anyone but maybe the I'm summer and winter offended. are uh the really mean months no <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> they're the months that test our spirits yes, yes. oh those means you know, that's that's kind of interesting because uh, I was talking with one of our church members um, earlier. I think it might have been Sunday or something like that. I, I happened to see him and uh, I, I was talking about he, he was mentioning how he was sick for a few weeks. And uh, I was thinking, you know, during during the last like month or two, I was actually feeling kind of like emotionally off. But now that fall has hit, uh, I, I feel a lot more like uh together with things. I, I, I don't think that I have like a seasonal like mood uh, sort of thing, but uh, there, there's definitely something special about the fall for sure. It's really nice. Well, yeah, I think that the excessive heat makes me crabby. <laughs> yeah. When it's not excessively hot out, mm-hmm. I don't feel that crabbiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you spelled it out in just like a sentence, whereas I kind of like went into like a paragraph or something. I like that. it. I like. I never thought of autumn and spring as nice and summer and winter as mean, and it's now my favorite thing. <laughs> I literally thought you just said ottoman, but you said autumn and it's like autumn and spring and autumn and spring and autumn and spring. I have autumn for different seasons. Oh, nice. This is my autumn ottoman. <laughs> autumn onomatopoeia. Autumn, <laughs> Wait, for, forgive me for asking, but what is an ottoman? It's oh, Tim. <laughs> um, just like the footrests that go with your chairs. They're oh. usually separate from the chair. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a movable foot rest, basically. It's it's a man called Otto. Oh wait, that's a movie. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically Tom Hanks in furniture style. Oh. Yes. He raises us up and makes us comfortable. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> 
I figured out why I don't know what an ottoman is. It's because whenever I sit in any chairs that have those like ottoman type uh, attachments or actual um, ottomans, I never use them. I'm like, I don't want my feet dangling. Because uh, like- j- just for everybody in the audience, uh, I'm I'm six foot four, so pretty much any chair that I sit in that has one of those things for your feet, um, my feet are just going to be dangling on every single one, unless it's like some sort of like giant chair or something. Yeah, I don't understand <laughs> how ottomans work though, Tim, because you just spread your feet out and you know relax them. And yeah, and and I also want to make it very clear for anyone else listening. I'm also six, four. (laughs) Yeah, I'm also six, four. Oh, wow. You've seen Jessica. (laughs) Um, And I think you still almost believed her. (laughs) (laughs) Please do not Google me. (laughs) How tall is Jessica Young? Oh, I didn't. She doesn't look that tall on the podcast. Um, you know, it's interesting that you brought up like Googling ourselves uh, because I was thinking, uh, actually, I was having a conversation with somebody. I think it might have been my mom or something um, regarding the fact that uh, we can like search anything in today's like time. Like, yeah. we couldn't do that like 100 years ago. Uh, at that time, you were maybe lucky to have your hands on an encyclopedia or something or like a book or whatever to get the knowledge. Whereas yeah. now we just have information at our fingertips. It's really fascinating. It is fascinating. I was thinking about that actually. I think, did it get brought up in a conversation or was it maybe it was at work? how I was always excited about the potential of having my own encyclopedia collection when I was younger. (laughs) I was like, Oh yeah, I want to get a really nice leather bound encyclopedia collection. Yeah. That was like, it's, it's so weird because yes, those were a thing. And like each year, a new edition would come out. So if you got last year's encyclopedias, there's new information now. I know. (laughs) I was saying, speaking of things from our childhood, uh, I was getting groceries today and I always do the self-checkout and I love the self-checkout. And because I didn't have to talk to anybody. And when, when anybody like, Bad mouths the self checkout. I feel like they're <laughs> insulting my friend. And so today, as I was ringing up my soups, I remembered that when I was a kid, um, my dad took us to the children's museum. It was probably in Denver, but I don't remember. And mm-hmm. they had a little like fake grocery store and and you could go shopping and then you could pretend to be the cashier and ring up all the items and I thought that was the greatest thing ever and I think that's why I like self-checkouts because yeah. it's a little kid in me reliving like and I don't have to be a cashier and deal with all the rude people I just yeah. have to look at myself in that you know, security camera that they have. And I'm like, is that what my hair looks like today? But, you know. 
Yeah. Let's oh, dive into uh, see how you guys are doing. I want to hear how your everybody's week went. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Beth, Beth is going to go first with that one. You want to go first, oh, Beth? I just was like, oh, I just, I don't know. I was like, we just, I thought that was going to be the update. But then you're like, no, let's move on to how we're doing. And I realized we were just talking about nothing for like this whole time. Uh, it was all. everything to me, though. Ben. It was everything. It was it was a wonderful conversation. There's a quote from You've Got Mail or something. All of those nothings. I don't meant some. I don't know. Never mind. Um, you can cut that out. Um, I'll figure it out later. Uh, let's see. The week, I had a pretty good week, I think. Um, it was so long ago, but yesterday, uh, oh, and the, the play is over. And yes. I'm really quite thankful for that. Yeah. So it was weird not having anything to do after I came home from church yesterday. Mm -hmm. I just came home. I'm working on a secret crochet project all will be revealed later secret 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 and, <laughs> and i'm almost secret. done i just have to do the the edging on it and so um Ooh. but last night i was talking with my dad and my brother on zoom and i was telling them about the podcast and um I told them, you know, you can listen to it if you want to. You don't have to. And then, you know, we were making jokes back and forth and and I was laughing. I laugh a lot. You've heard it. And and my dad was like, wait, is there going to be a lot of laughing like that on your podcast? And I was like, yeah. I think so. <laughs> and my dad was like, I'm going to listen to it for sure. <laughs> So, hello, Beb's dad. <laughs> um, he was excited about one of the podcasts that he listens to. It's a, a movie podcast because he's been a movie buff since forever. And yeah. he left a review and they read his review on the podcast and so he oh, that's awesome. awesome. so that's now cool. he's really gonna be excited because he's being talked about on yet another podcast <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's the guy like, he's yeah. podcast famous that's amazing podcast famous <laughs> um oh. Bar, if you're listening this one's for you and that's all <laughs> that's that's the uh what is it the, the winner uh for somebody who's featured on the podcast that that was the theme right. song that's the giveaway for today yes way yep um <laughs> oh and i don't know if this is something we should talk about publicly or let people find out on their own but I was telling my dad and my brother about the little Easter eggs that are in the description, like, oh, the, yeah, the last the question that always is asked at the end. Like, I believe you was it last week where the question was, is Tim really a golden retriever? 
Yes. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Teasers. So I was telling them about that. Oh, and, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all I have for an update. Before I got on here, I was like, my brain is dead. I can't think of mm. what I'm going to tell them for my update. So that was it. Well, that was, that's a good update. Though. That, that was a really good update. I, I enjoyed <laughs> that. I, um, the fact that you uh, got someone uh, to uh, be featured in, in the winning music, uh, that, that was perfect. That, that couldn't have worked out better. <laughs> Hopefully we're up to four to six million listeners now. <laughs> For sure. I think we have, was it two, two yes. reviews? Mm-hmm. on our podcast oh yeah that's right oh one of them might have been written by me <laughs> or not maybe not <laughs> <laughs> I I how are you doing i um, didn't write how i didn't like the podcast though <laughs> yeah yeah okay so i was thinking um a little bit about how i was gonna like uh, say how life was affecting me or God was moving me. And uh, one of the things that's really uh, a big, um, I wouldn't call it an improvement yet because I haven't uh, successfully implemented it, implemented it yet, but it's like an insight that I came to and everybody knows about this concept. Uh, it's called uh, delayed gratification. Um, and, or maybe not everybody knows about it, but um, if, if, uh, Some people don't know what Ottoman are, so right. Oh yeah, God, <laughs> I just set myself up for that one. <laughs> well, you don't use them, so you're like, I'm not using this. Why would I learn the name for something I'm not even going to use? I feel like you had your reasons. So sorry, continue. Right, right. No, no, that was that was great. Um, okay, so to to get into the uh, information regarding that, so basically, delayed gratification. Uh, to put it as simply as possible, is to do work first and then reward yourself. So mm-hmm. instead of like uh, living in society where um, like we go about things in an instantly gratifying way, that is like, you know, you check your phone, you can like see your messages like right away, like you could send a message to a friend like right away, even if you're standing in line at the grocery store um, waiting um, to to check out, um, you basically uh, always have those opportunities to uh experienced in instant gratification. So uh, delayed gratification is uh, essentially in contrast to that. Uh, so that can provide uh, significant benefits as far as actually getting work done, because instead of trying to avoid the work by engaging in some kind of instant gratification activity, uh, mm-hmm. you're going to do the work um, and anticipate the reward afterwards. So I, this is only important because like, I have a major procrastination problem, like all the way, like like, anything that I will, I can procrastinate on. I will procrastinate on, for example, laundry. I do it right before (laughs) I'm going to go to bed or even the morning before I'm going to go to work. Um, so, uh, delayed gratification and procrastination are actually opposites of each other. So um, it, with delayed gratification, uh, you do the work first and then you reward yourself. Well, with procrastination, you just reward yourself the entire time and then you do the work at the very last minute before you get into trouble. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 
Yeah. Besides that, um, as far as uh, how like uh, God is moving me in a certain direction, I I um, I haven't picked up the uh, scripture journaling yet, but I have been interested in kind of opening up my Bible and seeing what is uh, what's new for the day. Like just just opening it up and turning to a page, uh, or thinking back to like uh, a scripture that I heard from like a sermon or something like that. And um, I've been particularly interested in uh, Romans twelve. Uh, mm-hmm. There's one scripture in there that that says something like. Um, if you follow Jesus, then you will be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Um, and I think that's really powerful. And then there's mm-hmm. another uh, scripture in there that that says something about like um, having uh, zeal. Um, and I think it, it pertains to uh, following Christ. And uh, I think that uh, speaks to me because of the um, I don't know, like, I feel like I, I need more energy to like take care of all these things, like as an adult, like working and like having chores and like just. I don't know, being a normal human being, like it, it really helps to have energy instead of being tired. <laughs> so, yeah. I really like the word zeal. Yeah. Jessica, what were you going to say? Were you going to update us with your life? Oh, yes. Yes, Jessica. Do you have well, I can update? kind of bounce off of, so Tim, I'm reading Colossians right now for my Bible study. So what I do is I normally read like one chapter in the morning, like, or I'll try, you know, each morning to read one chapter and I'll wow. kind of dive into how it applies to my life. And one thing that stuck out for me was um, Colossians 3. I read the American Standard Version um, because it's one of the closely uh, translated uh, versions. Because uh, if anyone doesn't know, the Bible was translated in like 1946 by a group of individuals and they added words that were not in the original translation. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So verse, verse 12 through 14 so or 15, it says, put on therefore as God's elect, holy and beloved, a heart of compassion, kindness, lowliness, meekness, long suffering, forbearing one another and forgiving each other. If any man have a complaint against you or against any, even as the Lord forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfectness. And so anyways, I just I thought that was, you know, a nice uh, verse that applies to my life. And just in terms of like compassion and um, one thing I thought was interesting was long suffering. Yeah, I think that's such an interesting, you know, put on long suffering, you know, like <laughs> and, and be strong, you know, with that. So that was something that, uh, you know, kind of God, you know, showed me this past week. But um, I know I've been talking about job opportunities and all that fun stuff. And I'm sure everybody's like, we've been waiting for weeks to hear how things are going. and so. Uh, <laughs> All right. All right. I'll update you. Um, I would say that um, God did like some form of a miracle last Wednesday. Wow. Um, I was praying just for him to guide me and really just open a door and reveal himself to where I'm supposed to go. Cause the, the job that I'm currently in, 
is, you know, at the place that I went to college. And so I felt like I'm just in the spirit of transition. I'm trying to like do something new or whatever, but I'm, I'm curious if God was trying to prepare me that something new was coming (laughs) because we had a massive restructuring at my place of work last Wednesday. And it was so massive that, you know, almost 50 people were kind of laid off, unfortunately. Wow. And I was kind of promoted. Um, And it, and all of the things that were of concern and kind of impacting my day to day at work, all were fixed. (laughs) 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 And it's crazy because, I mean, you don't just do that, you know, at places, you know what I mean? Like there's a, there's a lot of moving parts. And so I just, I knew it was God. Like I knew God did that. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, not that it's like the reason why I work, but like monetarily, there was a massive increase as well with the new role. Like we acquired an additional program to oversee. And so anyways, you know, it was just incredible. And I'll probably talk a little bit more about it in the sermon feedback because it ended up being part of Pastor John's message as well. It was just yeah, completely present this entire week. And I was like, okay. And my note in my, my last, you know, devotion was, I see you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, okay. And <laughs> I see you. <laughs> when you were giving your update, I was like, oh, that ties in really nicely with Pastor John's sermon. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, So anyways, a lot of amazing things, a lot of like sad things in terms of like the families and people that I've known. Mm. Um, But, you know, higher education is tough, especially recovering from a a pandemic, you know, and. Oh, yeah. So anyways, but I know I know God's faithful. I know that he's I know he's guiding me through this. Like this whole thing is just, you know, completely. Uh, from left field. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, um, all of it is, is in God's hands basically. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and so anyways, you know, I'll, I'll kind of update a little bit more in the sermon feedback, but, uh, before we, before we continue forward, I would love to just kind of share a few things that are going on at the church. Um, one of them that I'm very excited about, I'm just going to, I'm just going to jump into it. It's the boutique. Um, I'm very excited because Beth gave me the information last Sunday. And if you're interested, you should reach out to her because you, it's 25, (laughs) it's $25 to sign up as a vendor. You get two parking spots, one for your trunk or treat, one for selling your yummy nummies. And then <laughs> for crocheted um, handcrafted items or crocheted handcrafted additional, don't, et cetera, items. Don't eat the crocheted items. Yeah. You, you, you don't eat them. Is that no. what you said? Don't eat them. Okay. Oh, that's good to know. Unless yeah, you that, make 
unless you made uh, something out of like limp spaghetti noodles and you crocheted that together. Oh, wow. <laughs> I did try to crochet using uh, rope candy one time. Oh, and, yeah. that's amazing. It, it kept breaking, but um, I was oh. so proud that I was able to do it. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah. So, so the boutique, the boutique is on the 29th, correct? Yes. And that is a Sunday. Okay. Yes. And so if you are interested in being a vendor, I know the setup time starts at 1.30. Yes. But the actual trunk or treat doesn't start until three o'clock, I believe. Yes, the trunk or treat three will o'clock. Go okay. from three to five, but we'll have the boutique going on at the same time. And that'll go until seven because that'll give the um, the vendors a chance to, you know, make more money. Sure. Right. Oh, Okay. Awesome. And, so yeah, it's very exciting. It's very exciting because two things. One, I heard Sue is going to make pumpkin bread and I'm <gasps> very excited about that. That sounds delicious. Yeah. And I'm going to make my homemade chocolate chip cookies, which are the greatest chocolate chip cookies in the world. Um, and then also Kringla. And not many people know what Kringla. It's not Kringle that you get from Trader Joe's and it's this massive looking reef with <laughs> yummy. It's Kringla. It's like in the shape of an infinity sign. Anyways, it's wow. delicious. Oh, that sounds delicious, Jessica. Yeah. That's, One that's thing awesome. I was going to add, if you don't want to be a vendor and sell your items and you just want to be a trunk, and or your car can be the you trunk. You want to be a trunk and tree. <laughs> guess, guess, who, guess what I'm being for Halloween? It's a trunk. Just kidding. It's not. Oh. Um, uh. But if you just want your car to to be a part of the trunk or treat, um, we should make a sign up for that, and you can sign up yeah. to have your trunk in the trunk or treat. So yeah. you're volunteering your car instead of you volunteering. Your car is volunteering yes, for you. And then you just put the candy in your trunk and then you walk to Burger King. and <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Might as well. That's, yeah. that's exactly <laughs> what that is. <laughs> yeah. So, Spe- yeah. Speaking about my contribution, um, I've collected a lot of candy uh, from work. And um, I think even a friend gave me some candy and, I don't actually uh, eat candy very much, so I have a significant surplus. So um, I'm going to be donating candy to the boutique. So for any of you in the audience who happen to have candy that you're not planning on eating, um, you can donate it to the boutique and the kids and the adults uh, will very much enjoy it. Uh, And you're also welcome to go to the store and uh, purchase some some candies. Uh, we we won't feel offended if you decide to uh, use the regular checkout, uh, but you could also use the self checkout to uh, get your candies, and There's then you could one. donate them to the boutique. <laughs> nice. I was going to mention that we're looking for candy donations, so I'm glad you covered that, so I could save my breath. That's good. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Tim. Thank you. 
I also wanted to mention the fall 2023. It sounds like a made up year. I'll be honest. Considering I was born in the eighties, it's sounds like a made up year, 2023 small group studies. So the chosen's already started, but there's always time to sign up, encourage you to connect with the church. You can always email the church P U M church at Gmail. Um, The chosen is on Saturdays from 10 a.m. to noon, and that is at the church, and that's the life of Jesus as seen through a TV show. And I'll be honest, I think the season one is, I don't know if it's just season one, but I know it's on Netflix. And it looks like, it doesn't look like, I I completely understand what Kathy was saying now. It doesn't look like like a, a, a previous Bible series that I've watched on TV. Oh, so you're like, you're saying like, you could just go on Netflix and you could look at some random show and then you look at the chosen and and you would think nothing different until you watch it and you realize that, oh, wow, this is depicting uh, Jesus' life uh, like so well, uh, but it's just like a regular show that you would just watch on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I I think it is also the other seasons are available on Amazon Prime if you have Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. Oh, is that what that? Okay. If you don't have Amazon Prime, um, I learned from Kathy that there's an app. I think it's called the Angel app. That's the I think that's the company that makes the shows, and okay. I think you can watch the episodes on there for free. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. One thing that it did make me think of, and then I'll I'll highlight the other two Bible studies, is what if they did a depiction of the Bible through the eyes of Michael Scott? Just saying. <laughs> yes. Like, what if they did that whole thing? And like, maybe Jesus was Michael Scott. I don't know. Yes. You know, and like, how would that have turned out if they were in modern day, like work, like Yes. Oh, wow. When, when my kids were little and they would come home and tell me what they learned about at school, I remember Owen as a little five-year-old coming home and telling me like he learned about Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks. And uh-huh. um, I think he thought they were married and, <laughs> and he was telling me about Martin Luther King and he was like and then she died and I was like who who died Martin Luther King's wife anyway (laughs) always just just any like hearing anything through the the lens of a (laughs) 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 five-year-old because they're they're getting some of the concepts but sometimes they get a little mixed up and and yeah. I like were Michael Scott to, uh to lead a bible study and and explain like what he thinks is going on in the bible I feel like it would be similar to a 5-year-old describing how Martin Luther King Jr and Rosa Parks uh were married. Yeah, that's <laughs> such an interesting concept. Uh-huh. I, I got to be honest, I, I think I might have um, believed that when I was that young, too, about Martin Luther King and Russell Parks. Oh, my God. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wait, what did she say? 
They don't even have the same last name. Oh. Unless Rosa Parks chose to keep her. That's what I'm name. saying. Like, you don't even know. I don't you know. know what? I think Rosa Parks definitely, you know, with such a strong female, she would have been like, I am not taking anybody else's last name. That's true. Yeah. I'm not giving up this seat and I'm not giving up my Never last I'm going to give it up. Never <laughs> I didn't expect to be rickrolled in this podcast. <laughs> I heard that's what she's saying when she was on the bus. Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, oh, anyway. you said there were also, two other yeah, there's, So there's two more. Oh, yes. Um, and I'm, I'm actually really excited about exploring the Bible. Uh, Amber and I both signed up for... The Tuesdays, 7 to 8.30 p.m. via Zoom. We signed up for that one because we're really excited to explore the Bible. And then that same one is also available on Thursdays from 10 to 11.30 a.m. at the church. So you can do either. You know, if you're able to be in person at the church that morning, um, you can definitely do that one. And then the, the last one is lunch church. And every time I look at it, I want to go lunch church. Um, <laughs> the way it's written, I'm like lunch. Anyways, <laughs> maybe it's just called lunch. Uh, it's the <laughs> second Sundays at 1 p.m. And the location will vary. So I know next Sunday will be... I think the very first lunch church, because it's technically the second Sunday of October. So keep your eyes peeled for um, Pastor Jim to share uh, where that's going to be. Uh, but those are really exciting. Uh, you know, and, and in terms of anything else at the church, you definitely download the church app because there's so much stuff that goes on. Food for Thought on Wednesdays. We've got Kids Club at 5.30. Food for Thought starts at 6. And then the Bell Choir starts at 7. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that's going on. Uh, and then Sunday nights, for those that are part of middle school or high school, uh, you know, 4, to, 4 o'clock to 6 o'clock, we have our series that's going on. And it's been going really well. I'm really proud of all of the, the kids that have been participating and sharing about um, you know, themselves and the whole goal is to, uh, help them to identify themselves and, and, you know, help guide them in, in who they are in Jesus. Cause I know middle school, high school is a very difficult time to, um, whether it's comparing yourselves to other people, um, or, you know, peer pressure can be really tough at that age. And so we really just want, the youth to be strong in their relationship with Jesus. Cause that's the most important thing. So, yeah, absolutely. So um, those are the updates there. Hey, yes. Jessica, when is the um, pancake uh, breakfast? Is that this coming Sunday or is it uh, the Sunday after? Yeah, aren't the scouts doing something this Sunday? Guys, am I supposed to know everything on the church updates? It sounded um, like you knew everything. So I just figured <laughs> I would ask the question. Um, that's a great, no, that's a good question. I think that you're talking about the church pancakes is for the men's. Yeah. The men, the spot, the men sponsored uh pancake, all church pancake breakfast. If I show up or something, when is it? I don't know. I know it's between services. What <laughs> 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 day? <laughs> that's a great question and we will find out um probably not in time for uh 
the next podcast. So definitely check with the church. But I'm curious if I walk in with a mustache, can I get free pancakes? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um. <laughs> Wonderful. Yes. So we'll find out that. But if you are interested in the pancake breakfast, I um, highly encourage you to potentially call the church office. That would be the easiest way. And Beth is going to provide that phone number for us. The phone number is 661-947-3103. I hope that's right. Um, And then you can call us and let us know when it is since we don't know. <laughs> yeah, so let us know when we can get free pancakes okay listen <laughs> awesome so yeah. for for this next uh portion of the podcast we have beth's ministry moment but we really wanted to take this time to um let people get to know some of us here that help lead this podcast and so for today's Beth's Beth's ministry moment. I'm going to have Beth introduce this um, individual. Guess you guess you might know who it is. It's either me or Tim, because unless Beth's introducing herself. Well, first I would like to introduce myself. I'm just kidding. Um, so we're going to have Tim talk a little bit about what brought him to Palmdale United Methodist Church. So this is going to be his Timistry moment. <laughs> yeah, my Timistry moment. I, I think that's really good. <laughs> okay, so um, I uh, I'll try to like bring the audience onto what uh, ended up being my faith journey. So um, in growing okay. up, I had um, a Christian background. Um, I did go to church every Sunday, but I don't think that I felt very uh, connected with um, my faith at that time because I was uh, I was a kid and um, it just didn't end up working out um, to where I felt like I had a strong uh, spiritual like backing. And so that might explain why uh, what what happened in my uh, teenage years happened, which is uh, so I don't know, just some random uh, thing I, I happened to stumble upon uh, on the internet, and um, it starts this um, general interest of like skepticism. Uh, I started going um, and finding like literature, like from the new atheists, and uh, I became very knowledgeable about like the all the different arguments regarding uh, theology, like the uh, the arguments for the existence of God, and then the arguments against the existence of God. And I, I just was very passionate about the subject. Um, I did at, uh, at at that that point. Um, decide that I was an atheist and I um, was thinking that I was going to continue to be one uh, the rest of my life at that point. Um, So fast forward into uh, my young adult years, I uh, go to community college classes and um, I take a few religious courses and I'm just like um, so enthusiastic about the subject matter. It's just wonderful. Um, I, I did very well in those classes. I got, got along really well with the professors. Um, and, uh, there was a point where I, I, uh, befriended, um, one of the folks in the class and we would have like theological discussions and, um, 
there was a class where I learned about um, Christianity, Judaism, and Islam, and uh, it was just very informative. And um, so, yeah, it was it was really nice. Uh, but I, I still was a skeptic, and um, after a while, I dropped out of uh, community college to deal with a, a family event. I started uh, working for uh, a small company for IT, and I had a former boss. Uh, we we would go to dinner on uh, Wednesday nights, and um, at, at some point, it was just me and him. And uh, he, we just started talking about spirituality and he, he started, I told him that I was an atheist and he, he explained that uh, his relationship with God and how he was a, a very important like factor in his life. And, and I, I wanted to be open-minded and um, like understanding towards his point of view. And so eventually he, he opened up my idea to God again and that uh, there's just uh, so many like fantastic things and uh, like there's just so much uh, beauty in the world and uh, like there's so much purpose to to the way that we go about things uh, that that I, I really was much more open to God at that point. So I really did uh, probably around that time renounce my atheism, but I was just more or less uh, exploring faith. I, w- I was uh, still still sort of like not really with anything at that point. Uh, I had a lot of religious knowledge, like theology and so forth, but didn't really know what to do with it. Um, so uh, at a certain point, I started going to a non-denominational church in Lancaster. And uh, for a while, I felt like an outsider. I couldn't really, I, I could relate, but not totally. Like I could relate to the music, not totally relate to the sermon, uh, but not totally. Uh, but I was okay with that. I was learning a lot uh, as an, as a young adult. It uh, was really um, a lot better experience than just um, growing up. Uh, I got a more, a deeper understanding about like all the different tenets of Christianity. Um, mm-hmm. And so uh, the turning point for me was uh, when I just out, out of nowhere, I, uh, I happened to discover this one author uh, by the name of Neville Goddard. And he um, explains that, uh, what, what is it? He's, he's a new thought author and um, he's a mystic or he's uh, into or he, he writes about mysticism, uh, basically mysticism being one with God. And um, he actually was the person who. Uh, came up with the law of assumption, which uh, inspired like different concepts, like the law of attraction, like um, mm-hmm. which is like a popular book uh, called The Secret. But the law of assumption is like more like bare bones and not like going uh, as as uh, far as the uh, law of attraction. But in any case, I um, I I just kind of idly was interested in what he had to say. And then all of a sudden I noticed that he was referencing the Bible and I'm like, wow, this is really interesting. So he's kind of using the Bible uh, in a way that I never would have expected. Like he kind of was, he didn't take just like a face value, like conventional point of view of Christianity. Um, But he, he kind of like was asking questions about it and he was interpreting it in a different way. And so after that, I'm like, you know, maybe I could just like go into the Bible and like just like with a fresh set of eyes and and see what 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 becomes of that. And so I started listening to the King James version of, I think, the book of Matthew on my way to work. Uh, and then eventually I got to the book of Mark and I, I just started like feeling like uh, I could really apply uh like the the different scriptures in the Bible, I could really relate to Jesus' life and and so forth. Just because I was like like 
open to kind of interpreting it based on like how, how I thought of it and like what questions I might have about it and, and, and so forth. And so right around this time, that's when I discovered the um, Palmdale United Methodist Church. Um, and uh, then I found out that like, that's kind of the Methodist way of going about things. Uh, Pastor Jim, Pastor John, they're, they encourage us to uh, think about the scriptures and um, understand it via our own um, experience and uh, our, what we we actually like think about it and like we're we're asking interesting questions. I mean, like just recently we were uh, Jim was going over the uh, the sermon on or uh, he was going over the subject matter for Isaac, I, that, like kind of difficult subject matter, and so all of that is just something I can really like relate to and uh, just um, the the very significant thing to, uh, for me is also the, uh, the four, um, I don't know if you would call them pillars. Um, I'll, I'll have to look this up, but basically the four different things that make up Methodism, you have tradition, experience, um, scripture and, um, reason. And th all of that speaks so well to me. So, uh, in any case, I, uh, I just feel so connected with God and full of faith and, uh, I don't have all the answers, uh, as far as like, um, like the whys and the hows and, and so forth. But, uh, I, as long as I continue to have faith, uh, and I, I'm okay with asking and, and, and finding out the answer, then I feel like I have like, um, a deep, like colorful faith or like a faith that can't be shaken. I, I think even in the Bible, they, they talk about like uh, the ways in which you can have like a, a foundation of faith. And so, yeah, I just, it's, it's just a, really so remarkable that I found Palmdale United Methodist Church at that time in my life when I started opening up to uh, opening up to God and opening up to the Bible. So that's my testimony. Oh, thanks, Tim. And the you were talking about the Methodist quadrilateral. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Wonderful. <laughs> I love that. You know, one thing I appreciate about you, Tim, is that you really explored and really dove in deep to your faith and you renounced atheism, you know, like you literally went from being atheist to God kind of coming into your life. And I think that's a really amazing thing. I think a lot of people are shy to question certain things in the Bible. And, and I, I love like diving in and exploring things because I think for me being part of the queer community has been like, for trying to tell people like, Hey, did you guys know that homosexuality was actually not in the Bible? Like the original translation doesn't say that, that it was translated by people in 1946, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's good to, it's good to dive in. So I've always yeah. appreciated that about you, Tim, and you're very knowledgeable and you have, you read so much. And I think that's an incredible, you know, I think it's a gift that you love to explore and dive in because there's so much information that you have that is invaluable. Like it's, it's great. So I appreciate you sharing all that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jessica. And, uh, I'm just, I, I feel much happier as, as a, a person of faith and um, someone who is spiritual and, and uh, well, 
basically I, I come to the point where I, I, I love God and, and, uh, love my neighbor. And, um, I wouldn't be that way if I was still an atheist. I, I don't think I would live as, as happy of a life as, as I do now, if, if I hadn't, um, like connected with God and, and everything like that. And, and, uh, going with what you were saying. Yeah. Like basically, I think that's so important that you, you found out, uh, that about the Bible that they, they like added that particular interpretation on, on the word, um, like introducing homosexuality wasn't when it wasn't there. Um, like those are the types of things like, uh, that really like help us, feel a lot better with, um, all of, all of the things in the Bible, like no matter, like if it's difficult to interpret, like there's, there's other things in the Bible, like about slavery. And then there's like uh, different things about like, uh, the treatment of women and stuff like that. And when we, when we use the, the Methodist quadrilateral quadrilateral to like interpret, um, the scripture, then that's just like, uh, it, it, it not only enlightens us, but it, it gives us like, um, a faith that is, um, growing, um, because of the courage that we have when we're looking at the scripture. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I think that's really admirable that like you, you took a deep dive and found that out about the Bible regarding homosexuality. And we're all doing a deep dive, Tim. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that Jessica, that, that, um, I know the, the Bible has been revised and translated like 5 billion million times, but I didn't know that they added that in, in 1947. And, but also I've always been of the school of thought that God doesn't make mistakes. So that's right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. There's a, Oh, I was gonna say, there's a there's a documentary called 1946 the mistrans the mistranslation that shifted a culture and oh. it's a documentation that dives in about um how the misuse of a single word changed the course of modern christianity basically wow wait did tig and cheryl watch that i don't <laughs> think so because i haven't seen them update their podcast in a while but um but that documentary has been going throughout the festival circuits for a little while this past, like for this past year, I know that they've been circulating around and going to festivals with the documentary. It definitely, I mean, I, I think a lot of people, they just assume that when they hear the word homosexual, that it's bad, that it's in the Bible, it says it, and that's like their go-to. And and I understand that there's different ways that people have grown up, but at the same time, the original translation of the Bible did not say that. Yeah, that, that that's really important. And when we actually get all of the information like that, it it does um, like not only allow us to apply scripture more practically, but it grows our faith and uh, we become more knowledgeable about um the Bible. And that's really powerful when we, we find answers like that because it, it encourages us to like, uh, seek out even more information, um, in that light. But, but yeah, that, that's a tragedy, honestly, about the, um, uh, homosexuality being like such a huge thing, um, associated with, um, that, that translation, basically that translational mistake. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm encouraged to check out that documentary. I, I appreciate you bringing that that up. That's, yes, uh, you'll 
You'll have to remind me later what it's called because I've already I'll forgotten what you've said. That's okay. I'll text it to you. Thank okay. you. Yeah. Wonderful. And maybe that's a separate, maybe that's a separate podcast episode or maybe Pastor oh, yeah. Jim will dive into it. Who knows? Yeah. But that leads us to sermon feedback. Yeah. Um, I don't know about you guys, but Pastor John's sermon this past Sunday was pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. Not just because we learned Julian can help clean up. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Uh, that was the cutest uh, children's <laughs> moment I've seen. Oh in, wow! Um, any I, anything that sure. Julian and now the brand <laughs> called Liliana is my favorite. Yeah, I, oh my I gosh, love Liliana that. is so adorable. Literally, like pr- looks like she could be like a doll or like. Oh, I just want to say. She's got Gerber baby potential hands. Yes, Yes, she does. Um, Good job making the kids, Pastor John and Cordy. Congratulations, you two. You're doing well. Yeah. Yeah, it's so cool. We don't have to say, oh, I bet your baby has a nice personality. (laughs) (laughs) They are cute. Yes, objectively Very. cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, this past Sunday, you know, Pastor John went through uh, Matthew 21, uh, verses 28 through 32. I wrote yes. it down. Yes, 32. There was a quote that was shared, and it was by Robert Ferrara Roche. I'll just say that. It's Ferrar Capone or something, but I think it's better to say Ferrara Roche. Um, Bless you. Because it's good chocolate. Um, (laughs) uh, So Jesus does not reach out to convince us. He simply stands there in all the attracting slash repelling fullness of his authority and dares us to believe. Wow. Yeah. I really, really loved that because as I was mentioning earlier about my whole job situation and my, this like transitional spirit, I literally was like, you know, he's talking about the two sons and um, you know, it's kind of like, are you going to be someone who's eager and excited and then just doesn't do anything? Or are you going to be the person that ends up having a change of heart? And for me, I more so kind of took it as I had two different opportunities and I just need to trust God in where he leads me. You know, am I in a, in a place where I'm like, I dare you to believe, I dare you to trust God in this, you know? Um, and so that's kind of where, where that took me. And I, I, I shared that with pastor John, just let him know how much his sermon spoke to me, especially this past week. So I always think it's so cool when there's a sermon and that's it. Just when there's a sermon, no. <laughs> um, when For there's sure. a sermon that speaks to you and it's like, Oh, this could have been written for me. I know. I love but that. That's how, a lot of people feel and, you know, and are you guys familiar with Lin-Manuel Miranda? No, no. Okay. Um, he invented Ottomans. Just kidding. 
Oh, I believed you for a second. <laughs> um, he wrote Hamilton, which, you know, a little Broadway musical that I hear is pretty good. And um, in his <laughs> Hamilton run, he was on Twitter and he would write good morning and good night messages. Mm. And then eventually it, those were turned into a book and illustrated by um, Johnny Sun. And it's a delightful book. And he said that he would write those. They were just like little inspirational, little like, hey, good morning. You go conquer the day, that kind of thing. And he said that and everybody loved them, including me. And he said that he was writing those because he needed to hear those words. And so I just think that's that's kind of cool um, that I, I post a lot of stuff on Facebook and a lot of the stuff that I post on Facebook is things that I needed to hear that day. But I also think other people probably could benefit from it as well. And yeah. that's how sermons are. I brought it back around. I didn't forget <laughs> what I was talking about mid conversation. So <laughs> Oh, I love that. Yeah, I I I felt like the the sermon um spoke to me as well. Um it like I I can't remember my immediate thoughts when I was listening to the sermon, but uh considering that I was um in the position to share my testimony on uh, what brought me to PUMC, uh what you brought up Jessica is is uh along the same lines of like uh my testimony, I guess, in one way. And then the other thing I want to bring up too. So the first thing is, yeah, basically that's what it was. It's like Jesus was, was there with his attractive and uh, repelling um, energy. And he, he, he dared me to believe. And uh, it basically I, I, I took the challenge. I, I, I had the courage to, to try and understand where he was coming from and, and, um, bring forth my faith and uh, look, look what uh, has resulted. It's like, I, uh, I, I already shared all the, all the positive um, things um, associated with that, but basically that that's what it was. And so I, I, I would imagine that it, it is like that for others too. And I think that's just really nice that it's like that because um, why would it be that you would want um like the situation in which you're kind of just being told to do something. Mm -hmm. um, instead, Jesus invites us to um, like follow him or uh, believe in him. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I think that's really cool. Yeah. I love that. It seems like we've all been able to kind of take away something really special and important from this past Sunday. I wanted to share that, first of all, I laughed really hard at um, a couple of things that Pastor John said at the beginning. He said, you know, we've all been, you know, the boss at some point, whether you're a teacher, a parent or an older brother. Uh, <laughs> and he said an older brother, a boss or uh, an older brother which is the same as a boss. Yeah, that made me laugh. Um, I, I, I was doing something and the kids were playing in the background. I think Owen was four and Jonah was two. And Owen said to Jonah, Jonah, I'm in charge of you. And I, I just said, no, you're not. And then he said, oh, 
I'm not in charge of you. (laughs) (laughs) And it's still kind of that struggle a little bit. Like Owen's like, I'm in charge of you. You're not. Oh, I'm not. Um, And then he said the assistant to the assistant to the regional manager. I I love a good office joke. And um, speaking of that, I was Miriam, who is a childcare worker in the church and also is my assistant um, to she's the assistant to the children's ministry director. Yes. Um, I've worked at the church for two years and I still haven't put my picture or I still haven't had my picture in the church staff photo, which is in the hallway. So I got to change that. I did today, actually. And so Jeannie's up there. I took Inga down and I told Miriam that she lives. She now lives forever in our hearts and on our cork board that's in my office. (laughs) So, so Jeannie's up there, and then I I put my picture, Beth McCoy, Children's Ministry Director, and then next to that, I put Miriam's picture, Miriam Keene, Assistant to the Children's Ministry Director. <laughs> and then, then can you put my face next to Miriam's and put Assistant to the Assistant? Children's <laughs> yes. Yes, I will. Um, and another thing, I'm not going to share everything that I wrote down because I wrote down a lot. Oh, good. That's good. I, uh, I haven't done the scripture journaling in the traditional sense in a long time because my brain just like is too busy right now. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, but I found myself listening to pastor John's sermon again, right before we got on the podcast and writing and writing and writing and I was like this feels like scripture journaling so I realized what I was doing was sermon journaling and talking about how it applied to my own life that is so cool so that I thought that was pretty cool wow Um, and I liked what he said you've heard the phrase when there's a will there's a way but um did he come up with this quote or was it somebody else? I don't remember, but you he could... said he likes to think. Oh, he likes to think. Okay. When yeah. God's will, there is a way. No, he said when it's God's will, God makes a way. Or something. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I then... really loved that. I know, me too. And his prayer at the end was just so simple. Listen, trust, and obey. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed this past sermon. You know, yeah. Good job, Pastor John. Yeah, good. Good job, Pastor John. You're approved. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I wanted to share. um, I think it's a brief thought. I. Uh, I guess the first thing would be um, how uh, Jesus was uh, being questioned by the Pharisees and uh, so forth. And then uh, Pastor John had brought up how um, Don uh, from the uh, the staff, uh, he's the music director, he, he asked a question um, saying something about how um, like we, he said something about asking Jesus questions and that was 
like, wouldn't we want to ask Jesus questions? And so then Pastor John was saying something about how maybe that is what we're doing. We, we do ask Jesus questions, whether we realize it or not. And um, so then we have that dialogue and that, that brought up the idea of uh, from an, a previous sermon. I think it was Pastor Jim's sermon. He said something about how um, I think it was Abraham. He was questioning God. He was having a conversation with God. Um, and so that, that, that reminded me of, uh, of that. But the other thing that I wanted to bring up was the, um, the egg, uh, yeah. and how you have <laughs> power is like an egg. <laughs> I thought, I thought that was such a like great illustration and really makes me think about power way differently. Um, and it also makes me think of like power and control are kind of similar. So I, I think it's the same way with control, where if you, if you control something too much, uh, yeah, same, same kind of concept, but for, for anybody who hasn't listened to the sermon, the analogy was this, the egg, um, is associated with power in that if you, um, hold on to the egg too tightly, then you'll break the egg. Or if you, uh, hold on to the egg too loosely, then you'll, you'll drop the egg and it'll break. So that's, that's kind of like the balance that you would experience when it comes to uh, power or control. Mm -hmm. So either way it breaks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. No. How, do, how do you like, you uh, have to be like oh, Goldilocks. That's been my experience. <laughs> same, same bed. It just yeah. always breaks. No, yeah. you have to be like Goldilocks. You have to find that sweet spot so that it, yes. it's yep. comforting and it's, you know, safe. Right. I'd like to go ahead and dive into some prayer requests as we uh, wind down this week's podcast. So any any prayer requests, Tim, do you have anything that you would like prayer for? Mm, I I think I would like a prayer for, I guess, starting with um, where I was going last week. I'd like a prayer for my brother. I think he's still having some some difficulties. I, I've had... Uh, issues reaching out to him. He hasn't been uh, in touch with me and uh, I hope he's doing okay. Um, and for myself to uh, follow through with uh, the different things that I'm learning in my life, like the delayed gratification and um, like uh, making it so I'm a little more energetic towards meeting my goals. And, um, like, like I mentioned in the scripture about, uh, zeal, um, maybe reading through Romans 12 and, um, just praying to God for myself. So I guess a prayer for me to, uh, do all of those things, but ultimately just, um, follow through with, um, the things that are important to me right now. Yeah. Okay. Will do. Thank yeah. you. Um, we're done praying for the church. We resolved that last week. Um, <laughs> yep. We stopped praying for the church. Um, I actually just started panicking because I was like, oh, no, I I can't think of anything to pray about. So um, I do enjoy rest, but actually I did just think of something because um, I've been I've been noticing and this is really silly, but um, I've been noticing that my dog, Jovi, well, it's it's been a long time coming. She's she's got a few extra pounds on her. And also, so do I. And I haven't been 
getting the dogs the exercise that they need and walking them every day like I should be. And so I thought that it <laughs> it might be kind of fun for Jovi and I to both go on a, a health journey together. Oh, that's so nice. I so, love that. The, the Jovi wow. has, um, get healthy. Um, that is awesome. I really love that. You know what? Amber and I try to go on walks um, because we heard from Sue at church. Sue normally goes to the nine o'clock. Sue said that she started walking consistently and, you know, predominantly just for her health. And she said it basically like changed her life, you know, just by going on walks. You know, walk so much and then I just stopped and I don't know why and um I keep COVID. Wow. It? It COVID. Was, we took more walks than ever during COVID because there was nothing oh. else to do <laughs> uh, and those actually were um uh, those those moments like with me and the kids we would take the walks and we would list three things that we were grateful for every walk and oh, um, oh was, yeah it was really nice and I just this is my favorite time of year to go walking because the weather has cooled down and the leaves are changing and, and there's these trees. I don't know what they're called, but they have like, um, little, they look like little leafy. Branches. Yeah, there's branches on them. Have they always been there? <laughs> um, no, they look like little leafy, um, Japanese lanterns. I don't really know what they are. I should look it up, but yeah they they kind of turn colors and and fall off and and i think that those trees are beautiful and i just remember walking in my neighborhood and admiring all the trees and admiring um you know people always have nice flowers in there um and also i have i i feel like it would greatly improve my mental health so that's what I want to pray for um, that, that I can make the time for Jovi and Beth's healthy journey and, you know, get out there with the dogs again and start enjoying my neighborhood again. Cause yeah. I miss it. And, and for me, the hardest thing for me is getting out the door. Like that is seriously the biggest roadblock that me I do. And well. We can keep you accountable yes, and ask please. you each week we if you have on one walk. Okay. Yes. If, I would love that very that's, much. That's the starting point is at least once this week. Yes. Jovi. Yes. And, and I do, I would want to give you the freedom um, to not be accountable anymore. If you request that. So you can say, Hey, uh, Jessica and Tim, uh, could you not ask me about how my health journey is going? I, I would not be offended at all. Like, That's no problem. I ate a bunch of cookies and I gave some to Jovi. We are not doing well. Please stop asking me how we're doing. No, I, I feel like I do. I definitely need the accountability. So. Yeah, that's that's really powerful. In fact, um, you both of you could ask me, uh, hey, Tim, how's your uh, delayed gratification going? Uh, what what challenges have you faced? That would actually be very helpful for me. OK, um, cool. that sounds good. Yeah. yeah thank you. 
Um, I wanted to circle back really quick to uh, the walking. And um, we also talked about gratitude. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I went for a walk today, actually. Um, at, like during my work, I had like a 15 minute break. I was having some digestive problems because I think I ate too much garlic yesterday or something. I don't know, <laughs> but I felt so much better. So yeah, you just, you feel so much better with walking. And then I was also thinking about um, gratitude and how like, uh, it's been helpful for me like the last day or so to just like, thank God for um, different things, anything really like uh, thank, thank you God for this water bottle or thank you God for um, this food or thank you God that I can drive my car to work. Like those types of like really simple gratitude prayers can kind of like get you into that um, connecting oh, yeah. with God kind of mindset. Yes. Gratitude is one of my favorite ways to, I guess, connect with God and, and just, and just, um, helps me to see that even when I'm not at my best, whether it be physically, mentally, emotionally, there are still so many things to be thankful for. And Mm -hmm. definitely. I like reminding myself and others of that. Yeah, that's good. And Beth, if you ever want to walk over by our place, they're at the bottom of our hill. Okay. There's this house that has cows and they look like Oreos because the front half of the cow body is black. The center has lines down the middle (laughs) that are white and the bosoms are black and they look like Oreo cows. And I'm just saying, when Amber and I go on walks, we always walk by the Oreo cows. Oh, I love that. I don't walk by any cows on my walks. Um, my favorite thing on my walks in the neighborhood is seeing cats that oh, I didn't yeah. see. And no. I'm like, oh, got that one on you because they go crazy when they see the cats. So when yeah. I can see a cat and they don't see it, I'm like, I won that one, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> seeing cats that yeah. my dog see. yeah well for my for my prayer request it is uh for clarity and for god to close doors that need to be closed and um you know open the door and make it visible mm-hmm. uh and clear for me to to know that it's it's that's the door for me to walk through so um and i think something else is that I've been trying to figure out ways that I can spend more quality time with Amber. Um, cause we both have such busy lives. Like we're, she's super busy with school. I know right now she's doing grading because she's got, um, conferences coming up. And so that's a whole nother level of things. So we're just both so busy. Um, and so we're trying to find ways to spend quality time together. So yeah. I think it's the, another thing but yeah, other than thank, that, thank yeah. you for sharing that i can totally relate to the clarity uh like basically praying for clarity and uh yeah just um like amber you and amber are so busy i i i can totally relate to that i'm i'm just so busy as well it's it's just like i i can there's some days where i can like barely keep it together or something like that. But in those, in those moments, I think that like reaching out to God really helps. So yeah, like the, um, 
Definitely. Um, I'll be praying for you and um, Amber. One question, Jessica. Answer. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> and that's the end of the podcast. Good night. <laughs> yeah. so I was just going to ask you if there's anything uh, in your prayers that you would like us to hold you accountable for. Maybe did you find some quality time with Amber or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I would say that would be my, that would be the thing to keep me accountable with is um, next week you can ask me, what did you do to make sure that you had quality time with Amber? That's what wow. I would say. Cool. Thanks, awesome. Beth. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Beth. You are <laughs> Thank you. Look at us, three friends in a <laughs> podcast together. <laughs> I love that. To the madness. To the madness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 40 minutes later. <laughs> we got the hey, hey, wonderful audience. Thank you so much for listening. Yes, thank you. And good night. We're all from different places, we all have different names. No matter what life brings us, Jesus is the same. We're just your method. <laughs>